All right, guys, welcome back to the golf podcast. So another big week for golf, both, you know, last week, because you had two events, you had a live event and you had a PGA tour event. So I want to talk about that because I want to talk about the growth of live and and ask you guys, and this is really where I want you guys to weigh in in the comments. If you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, weigh in on the comments and let us know how have you personally progressed your feelings towards live? Are you watching it? Are you not? We're going to dive into that conversation because you had a, a big, big win for Cam Smith over there. Yeah, so we're going to compare the fields a little bit. We're going to compare the viewership, the ratings, and really dig in on that. But it's also, it's a huge week this week because the President's Cup is back after a three-year hiatus. Yeah, three years now. So you had 2019 was the last one. It mm-hmm. was in Australia. Right. And then due to COVID, you had it bumped out. But we're back on U.S. soil, Quail Hollow, and you can't talk about like anything with golf this year. You can't talk about it without talking about live because it's really shaking it up. And arguably it's really taken a lot of firepower out of the international team. Yeah, it definitely has. We're going to see it. We're going to see it this week. I know we're going to talk about the president's cup in a second, but Hey man, uh, to your point before, I found myself watching a lot of live this weekend. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I saw a lot of the, you know, Instagram posts about, you know, some of the PGA memes put something up about Cam and DJ going heads up. And I'm like, all right, I got to tune in. I got to see what's going on right on the smart TV. Click on the YouTube app. Click live actually just popped up, clicked it. And boom, I was right there. I was watching it. It was cool. Cam, they were going back and forth. And what I love the most about it is that you had all these new commentators like Bubba's involved now, mm-hmm. if you've seen, uh, like Troy Mullins is another one. And they got like, I think David Faraday came over a few. Faraday's there, yeah. He's there like a, maybe a few uh, events ago. But it's starting to blossom into something. It's what I'm noticing by watching it. They're putting such an emphasis on the team aspect, which is so cool. Like, they're interviewing guys and they're saying, <clears throat> excuse me. They're like, yeah, I want to play well, but I want to play well for my team this week. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're hearing a lot of Ryder Cup, President Cup stuff, and I'm like, all right, I'm locked in on this. That's what I first tuned into the other day. I tuned into an interview, and I'm like, all right, I got to check this out. And then I was locked in for like an hour. I think what's most interesting about what you said, though, is that <clears throat> what made you tune in was you saw the, the names that were playing going head to head. Yes. And, and you guys tell us, too, in the comments, is that a game changer for you? Because arguably for me, I'll tell you, the first couple of weeks, I really felt like it was the retirement tour. You know, watching like watching guys like oh, yeah. Stenson. I mean, great. You know, Stenson has, has been electric in his career, but not of late. You know, Schwartzel, mm. some of these guys who are going out there and winning. And then I'm like, eh. But now, you know, really, arguably, very much legitimizing that leaderboard when you're saying, okay, you've got the PGA Tour event this week, which was which came down to an electric finish in and of itself. We'll yep. talk about that. Max Homa guy who's been super super hot lately he wins over there but it wasn't as it wasn't exciting enough to watch that event that finish was electric yeah and congrats to max it was awesome finish but the fortinet wasn't exciting enough for me to watch because of strength of field well i'll tell you what that's one thing that live has done a master class of was aligning their schedule with dips in the pga tour schedule they they made most of their events happened on weeks that either there was no pga tour event or it was a lesser known fall series mm-hmm. event Right. And they were smart enough to like not try to put something up a- this week up against the uh, the president's, the president's cup. cup sure. right now, next year, live is supposed to be expanding more contests, more more events. We'll have to see. We can't have not yet had a direct head to head, whatever you would call a premier live event. I mean, they're still establishing themselves, so I don't know. Maybe venue might make it more premier. You have the championship at the end of the year, yep. whatever it is, and a premier you know PGA Tour event. But regardless, though, I mean, very what I would call objectively a legitimate looking leaderboard from live this week when you had guys like Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. Mickelson was up there. Minus six. Phil yep. Mickelson, uh, Cam Smith. I mean, you're putting together a list Patrick of names Reed, yep. at this point, and it's hard to argue with that point. Speaking of viewership, I pulled up some viewership numbers on yeah. this because I, I, I'm really starting to get interested at like. There was a lot of people watching live when I was watching it. The number was high. I When high I was bouncing been. back and forth, I saw anywhere in like the 44 to 60,000 people oh, watching. Like, high 90s okay. later on. So later on, later on. But if you look at the overall, and again, it's hard to compare, but I pulled up a really 
great article by the Sports Business Journal. They were just looking at what some of these the viewership numbers are because it's very it's much harder for us to quantify PGA Tour viewership because right. it's on traditional broadcast mm-hmm. on YouTube it's easy yeah exactly so you just so I pulled up YouTube this morning for the final round it's a five hour broadcast if you count the replays people watch it after the fact and the live stream it also ca- you know counts as a play if anybody during those five hours come on and then dip off gives you a total views it gives you Can a total I guess? views yeah go ahead and give it a give it a crack half million. It was just north of half a million. As of this morning, it's about 525,000 okay. people who had watched it. Now, that could be, I think it's it's maybe 30 seconds counts as a view, I think, on YouTube, something like that. So you could have just popped it on, checked it out, popped it off. It's hard to say. But any of these things are going to be hard to quantify. If I looked at, at some numbers that were pulled up for for uh, PGA Tour. Now, now no, there's, there's multiple networks. You've got... Uh, Peacock, I think, right, right, right. CBS, mm-hmm. uh, Golf Channel, it bounces back and forth. But if, uh, and these are average PGA Tour events, we're not talking about majors, non PGA Tour events, things like that. They said the average, all four rounds, the viewership average across the three networks was around 781,000 viewers on the PGA Tour. Wow. So arguably, Live is kind of getting close to those numbers, but keep in mind again, they haven't gone head to head in a real premiere one. Mm-hmm. And you've had some back and forths. I think largely what it comes down to is the event itself and who's on that leaderboard come Sunday. So, like, you had like the RBC Canadian Open, which Rory won. He was a big, T- uh, heavy JT, local favorite there yep. uh, in Canada. They really wanted to see mm-hmm. uh, Rory win that one. That was up about 5% over the year before. The John Deere Classic, surprisingly, up 25% in viewership over the year before. JT Poston that was, won that these one. These are all live weeks, right, you're saying? Uh, I don't know if live was against that same week. That was it the, the like thir- July 3rd. There was, there was live going on in both those events. Um, so a couple other ones. You had the 3M Open, which Tony Finau won. That was up, but the Rocket Mortgage Classic was down over the year before. Regardless, though, I mean... Yeah, you just shouted the four weeks where there was live events. Yeah, and then live, get this, so live... This is perfectly insight into what you were saying before. You saw those names and you tuned in. Yep. Going back to London, these are the streaming numbers. These are easier to get because it's YouTube, sure. right? First event, London. Yep. Average concurrent streams. That means people watching it live at the same time over the the you know the final round numbers. We're going to go just final rounds here is what they're reporting on. Seventy three thousand people um, was the on average seventy three thousand people were watching it live. In London, and the peak was ninety-nine thousand people watching it, and you know, first event, but it was a you know, sparking a little sure. bit, whatever. They didn't have the total unique views for that event, but then you moved on to Portland, it grew a little bit, 80, 88,000 average, one hundred nineteen thousand people right. watching it once, three hundred twenty-four thousand total joined views. The tour. Okay. Portland, right? Yeah, Bedminster. A little bit of a dip. It went back down a little bit. Seventy-four thousand concurrent, one hundred thirteen thousand peak, two hundred ten thousand pace. Peak, yep. Mm-hmm. Right. The other numbers are not in as of the writing of this, but we're using our own kind of back of the napkin math. Like I said, I saw fifty five hundred twenty-five thousand yep. views. So, I mean, that I think is is the the thing that's going to change it for live is going to be getting the names on the leaderboard. Yeah, no, totally, man. I, I with those names you rattled up before, you had studs, you know, all weekend. Neiman, guy's a player. Yeah, he here's a guy who was like to me kind of overshadowed on the tour. I rarely ever watched him, but now I, every time I tune into live, I see him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he got into a bigger, a little bit of a bigger spotlight by joining live. Guy's got an incredible swing. Live is here to stay, dude. I'm but telling DJ you. DJ was playing, but I'm gonna tell you what. Yeah. Is there anyone hotter right now no, than no. Cam Smith? I mean, when we, you hear us love talk about Cam like, play too. right? Love he is, swing. I he love is probably the most it. entertaining guy to watch. He, Tita Green, I mean, the guys put the lights out. Yeah. They talk about like having game that travels. I mean, this guy is the mm-hmm. textbook definition of having a game that travels. Yes. He just won a couple of months ago at the old course. I mean, talk about the difference in style of golf yeah, playing the old course and then playing Chicago like they just did. I know. The you guy can win anywhere. That's I, a no I name doubt he's seen that exactly. course. Exactly. I, and you know what's so interesting about Cam? I read this stat. So get this money-wise. He earned $3.6 million for his victory at the Players in March. 2.5, but talk about a different course. TPC Sawgrass. Then go over to the Open 
where he won the Open Championship for one point whatever million or two point five million, and then he won uh, the Century in Hawaii, completely different course. Yeah, and then he wins at the Live Event. We're talking different layouts, different press, different everything. He can just win. He can win anywhere. I would almost, I mean, other than maybe a guy like Scotty Scheffler, if you just took, you know, if you were saying like just take a golfer, drop him anywhere, and and see if he can win. Yep. I'm picking Cam Smith yep. right now. The guy can just win anywhere. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. hats off to him, too, because I know it's a huge payday. And I know all we've gone over it. We beat it to death here on the podcast. And everyone, everyone's beat to death the money thing. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to hand it to a guy. He won $4 million as a huge purse, but he, he won it. He won We're not it. talking about a guy who just, like, you know, got a big fat check for just going right. over. He went out which he did. He got that fat check, too. But then he went, put his money where his mouth is. Yep. He won it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, it's just incredible. Um, and we're going to talk in a second about the President's Cup. And that's Cup. why it's a shame both those guys, DJ and Cam, are not in the President's Cup. They're because that matchup, I would tune in. Popcorn City, whether it's Cam or Scotty, Cam or DJ, whatever, it's missing Cam and DJ. And, and, and you're getting people throwing the comments out already that XYZ, depending on what side of the fence you're on, is hurting the game, mm. right? So people are going to say like, oh, the PGA Tour is hurting the game by not letting these guys play in the, in the, in the uh, uh, what do you call it, the President's, the President's Cup. Cup. And then you got other guys who live is killing the game because they're taking these guys away right. and whatever it may be. Regardless, you've got to think at some point something's got to get sorted out because now I don't care who you are or what the reason is. I think every golf fan has a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth because of this tearing apart that's happening yes and it's causing us to not see the best golfers play you know we're still seeing we're gonna talk about it's dream team vibes with the president's cup sure but still not seeing some of the best golfers play for whatever this reason is um i just i don't know i think that live they're going to continue to grow if they keep putting up events like we just saw um what if they never get a TV deal, though? That's the question, though. What if they never get it? Like, no one touches it. Can <sighs> it live on YouTube? Can it? Things can. Uh, you know, Very successfully. I, you know, I was, I was just watching um, just other, like, YouTubers that I enjoy uh, who never got a, a broadcast deal, mm-hmm. and they started a morning show mm-hmm. on YouTube and never looked back, and they're, like, one of the biggest shows. That's what I mean. And it's just, they say that you have to start to rethink, like, we're in the past we all thought like making it was getting on television right and now digital media is changing that so much so i don't know but live continues to get the curveballs thrown at it did you see the news this week with the uh, apple tv said that they weren't going to carry it because they called it, yep. it too toxic mm-hmm. um toxic is a strong word i don't know I, I i just like i said i'm still in kind of a wait and see and see how it goes um I think one big thing is like this, the idea with like the Saudi money that's behind it. I don't know if that conversation is going to carry on forever. Yeah. I I think that that was either going to one or two things. It was either going to kill it early or it was going to end up being something that just kind of fades into the background. And it looks like live is like, it looks like it's going to kill us. We're going to keep going. Yep. So how, what I'm, my thinking is how long can people continue to say that? I think there's going to be people. And I've said it before, like everyone has a right to their own opinion. Of course. I respect everyone's opinion. I don't, whatever side of this you're on. If you're one of those people who says that, that was, that's a non-starter for me. You accepted that Saudi money and I am out. I will never watch this respect, man. Like totally fine. But I think that there, for the most part, there's going to be other people who are like, even if they were like kind of like put off by it, eventually that narrative, it just can't stay hot forever. Right. Yeah. It can't, can't. The, the, the fire can't stay burning at full bore forever. Eventually that'll start to drop off and people will dip their toe. And guys, like you said, like yourself, I think there's a million people like you who are going to be like, oh, I got to, I got to tune in. Look at this leaderboard. I hear Cam and DJ are coming yeah, down man. the stretch. I'm a fan of the golf. You know, and I was I'm a fan of watching those guys play and I saw that they were ten under and nine under in an event on an awesome course right on YouTube TV. Boom, I'm there. You watch it. Right. I'm there. So who knows whether they're gonna get a traditional broadcast. I wouldn't be surprised if you start to see actually maybe starting to go the other way where the PGA tour starts to do a lot more digital broadcast. I know they have PGA Tour Live and stuff sure. like that. And they've got more legacy, long-term established broadcast deals that have certain things that go with that. That that's a that's a harder ship to move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's all the sponsors. That's but true. I could see them doing more streaming it on YouTube and stuff yeah. like that. I, I think so. I personally uh don't think that the TV deal is that 
big of a problem. Uh, if you look at esports, like most esports you see don't have TV deals and they're getting millions and millions and millions of viewers. Right. So, and then also Pat McAfee, he doesn't have a TV deal. He probably gets more views on YouTube probably every day of the week than SportsCenter, right, right, ESPN. Right. You know, so I think... A lot but Lib isn't going to survive on AdSense. But you know they I mean? can, yeah. but, like they don't need that. Pat, Pat McAfee got a hundred and twenty million well, dollar yeah. FanDuel deal, and he's only on YouTube. That's what I think it's going to come down to. Is yeah, who like are maybe, the companies who are going to cross that line and become act, active sponsors? Like FanDuel becomes the official betting partner of Live Golf, or or you have like instead of the Live yeah. Invitational Chicago, you have the XYZ company. Chicago Invitational, like you know what I'm saying? Like you start to get You're the name event. I think it's going to take like the one, you know, it's like the one person to go up to the buffet line first before everyone starts to eat. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. The guy who's just got who's going to just sell their wear soul that they were that they want to cross and this too toxic thing and do it and say, hey, this is good for our business. We want to get behind this live golf. It's growing. It's exciting. Someone's it was like it. it was like a guy like DJ who had to be the first to make the jump. Um, yeah, and then who knows? But who knows? Like companies, it's a little bit different. They've got obviously more politics, more things like that that are involved. But to go back to answering your question about like, does it matter broadcast versus not? You got to follow the dollar to a certain extent. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's mm. the reality. And one thing that traditional broadcast golf has going for it is they make a lot of money on broadcast because of who that audience is. Yeah. The audience, let's be real, mm. tends to be older. Yeah. And have You're more money. Mercedes Rolex commercials. Exactly. Whereas the YouTube audience tends to be younger, which is, you look at your long-term growth, I think that's your spot to be. But as far as what you can get for ads, yeah, I think yeah. when you show a older, more established, more, you know, let's just say it, like more affluent, it tends to be audience, you sell ads for more money. Mm -hmm. And that's why... PGA Tour still has that going for them with broadcast. They bring in bank. I mean, I think about, uh, you know, maybe it's, uh, let's picture like your perfect avatar of a 55, 60 year old guy, plays a lot of golf. Maybe he's on the edge of retirement, he's got some disposable mm -hmm. income, things like that. Right now, that's not your biggest demographic on YouTube. Yeah, true. Those enough. are the guys who are watching Golf Channel on a Sunday. Yeah. It just is, you right. know. So that's yeah, but Liv's not going for that demographic, though. Well, that's they're what I'm definitely saying. Definitely not. They're they're going for kids that are my age, and they want to take that demographic for the next fifteen or twenty years. Right, and that's mm. what I'm saying. It's a long game. Yeah. Mm. Right now, where the money is is in for golf. It, it tends to be in that older demographic. You know, I mean, I mean, that type of thing. Yeah, but we're talking about a TV deal. I personally, you know, I don't think they need one. In order to be successful, well, I think they could stay doing exactly what they're doing right now. Bro, they and, don't need one. They've yeah, got like they don't $6, million, $6 billion. Well, yeah, obvi obviously, <laughs> they, they obviously, don't, need, they don't one. need it for that reason. But right. like to get it out to more eyeballs, yeah. I think there's going to be a point. Yeah, like the younger a, crowd isn't watching TV either, right? No. Live, like I said, they're yeah. doing a master class with A, putting these events on the right time. But B, they are doing all the things that PGA Tour arguably should have done when it comes to going for a younger audience, which is putting it in more digital places and getting more content out there. Whereas like PGA tour has a lockdown on content. You can't share anything. Yeah. You can't, they're going out there. They're getting like, you know, they're getting, letting people share whatever they want. You said like a girl like Troy, yep. you know, these younger personalities, they're getting them out there. That's stuff. The PGA tour, you know, there's no excuse for them not having done. I actually time. just thought of something um, that might change the younger demographics viewpoint on the PGA tour in a couple months. I think whenever that Netflix documentary comes out that we're going to see a, just like formula one, a lot of new golf fans. And I think that that could be another divide where yeah. live could kind of take a back mentioning. foot. Yeah. Or, yeah. They take a back step. Does the PGA tour have any control over that documentary? I think they have all the control in the world over Because then they might not show any live stuff. It might not make it in. Actually, I'm not sure yeah, because I, I feel like the Formula One documentary, like they had some drama in there that Formula One those wouldn't tour really guys have cared are, for. Yeah. yeah. They're going to get sound bites from the tour guys. 
I'm right. sure they're going to talk about it. And it does drive the conversation. I mean, look at like something like uh, on Netflix, like Stranger Things. It's it had a huge boom on like it, it leaks over like TikTok, and it becomes part of like yeah. you know consciousness. So yeah, I think that's going to be a huge boom for him. But regardless, though, Liv's got right. So Liv only has a three events left this season. I think the one that's going to pull like the big big viewership because it's a spectacle. Is going to be that last event in Miami. It's team event only, and I think team events draw attention. That's they why we're do. going to talk about the Presidents' Cup in a second. But it's it's going to be back on U.S. soil. It's going to be in Miami, and it's going to be a um, a three day match play. You've got captains, you see that brackets, right brackets. There? But the big thing is, it's a fifty million dollar purse event. That's a number we've never seen before in golf. And I know a lot of people, again, some people are wowed by the money. Some people are not. But no doubt they're going to use that. They're going to create hype around it. It's going to be talked about. The The winning team, now that's four-man teams, the winning team of that gets $16 million. So they split it four ways. Each guy on that team walks home with $4 million. It's yeah, incredible right. money. It's yeah. incredible money. So they're that's, not hurting for money. That's no. for sure. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that kind of drives. And then we're going to really see next year if they expand. If there's If there's a head-to-head event like a real premier um, PGA Tour event. I mean, you, you, you think about it. If a name like Tiger plays, that's yeah. going to hurt. That's going to hurt Liv. Yeah. That's where the eyeball's going to be. Yeah. But who knows? I, I mean, we consume he... different. Dude, I literally will watch PGA Tour on the TV and have my phone out streaming the Liv event. I'll watch right. both. I wonder if some guys will play in, in more PGA events that at the same week as Liv at a spite. So like imagine that's what I was just gonna ask. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was gonna say, is Tiger gonna imagine make like the Valero the Open is the same week as a live event? Now Tiger, JT, Rory, they all show up to make it like huge. If I was Tiger, I would you never know, man. <laughs> you know I mean? If yeah. I if I was Tiger, I would take the medical exemption for the cart and just be there every weekend. Yeah, every weekend I would be there just to stick it to live. Or actually, I would only play the weekends of live events. I don't. Tiger though doesn't come to me as as a much as big of a Despite, stick it to live guy. Yeah. I Tiger feel like, to me I feel like is he wouldn't like, have flown into that players only meeting if he wasn't a stick it to live. I, I guy. get it. I do get it. But when with, with the He's got a massive light. The wall. stuff that I hear coming out of the mouths is like is guys like Rory and stuff, it seems a little bit more like stick it to live where he's like said stuff like outright like, Oh, I got yes. more wins than Norman now. I think Tiger's motivation is different. Tiger's motivation is Tiger and Tiger's legacy. Yep. And I think part of what Tiger was doing there is he doesn't want to see the PGA Tour fragmented. I think he wants to see the PGA Tour remain like the spot. He wants his his records to be his records, and he wants the prestige to stay yeah, on course. the PGA Tour. And his I think his legacy is all there. Yeah, right. And I think Tiger, he's just too much of a competitor to take that cart. I think he he's. I think Tiger's a guy who's hyper focused on legacy and just. Right. accomplishing his personal goals i think more so than anything else and if there's any motivation for the pga tour you know i think it's that but you guys can you guys can tell me if i'm wrong if i'm way off let me know in the comments yeah and, and, and let me ask you a question if he does take the cart does he win <laughs> oh, <laughs> we man. see tiger riding around know. the cart no i don't I think still i think don't tiger think he, can win any any week with I'm, or without the cart i mean i'm sure he could but he's so mentally tough he's yeah i don't know i just feel like he would i would need to see him now you know because i feel like it's been it's been a bit it's been a bit like I the open was it. a couple Andrews, months yeah. ago yeah and do we he, see him this year hero maybe oh before we the see masters him. yeah we i definitely gotta think we see him at the hero maybe I, I think one thing for tiger what you're saying is right like he's got to get sharp again i think there's anything that stops yeah, him for sure i don't think out of competition i don't think tiger I then again I have no idea because I'm like the idiot golf guy who doesn't know anything <laughs> but like I feel like if Tiger keeps putting out these performances where he's like you know the first day he's got the juice and like he's looking he pretty like good eight. but then it's just like slowly yeah. teetering off as the weekend goes on yeah I don't think that's I think that beneficial for Tiger I think he knows better than anyone else the only way to really be sharp enough to win a PGA Tour event is to be out there playing and he's only got so much in the tank with with the injury and with his age and stuff like that. He can only grind it out so much like off the course. I think what you'll see is leading up to a couple of the big events that he wants to play, like the Masters, I th think you'll see him in a couple of events here and there to get his game back in gear, to get feeling sharp, to feel in competition, but not doing so much that he's, you know, 
overtaxing his body, and then he goes out there and plays. Dude, I'd hate to say it, but with the loss of these guys to live, does it make it easier for Tiger to win his next major? I still don't think that there's enough. There's a lot of caliber. There's a firepower on the PGA Tour. Don't and I wrong. guarantee you. Don't get me wrong. There's I would, 20 guys are better than Tiger on the tour right now, easily. Yes. But and I would that. put money, like a lot of money, that these live golfers are going to be allowed. Oh, and I'm sure, I was just going to say that. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure they'll be there anyway. Yeah. I think so, too. And I think, yeah, the only guys, like the hot guys, like like a Cam, a guy like Bryson who could, who could come out of nowhere and win any major, yep. it does help if they're not in the field. No doubt, yeah. but I think a guy like Tigers and 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 I think all these guys are guys who are more motivated by them being in the field than out. Yeah, I don't see these guys being like, oh great, these guys are out. Let me take advantage of that. I think it's more so like you win a major, you want everybody who's the best in the world there, and you want to beat them all. Like that's the competitive spirit that these guys yeah. have. Yep, that's what I think. It is and, a kind of a shame though. Like I'm kind of thinking about this right now. Like Cam Smith and Scotty Scheffler would have been like the next greatest rivalry in golf, I feel like. The two of them would have just kept button heads. It's kind of a shame a little bit that they got a little split up. Yeah, I mean, because they're both in top form True. right now. Top True. form. They're, and they're you just, know? So we want to see yeah. the best play the best. Yeah, and that's, that, that's exactly that's what we're going to talk about here in a second. Let's do a quick word from our sponsors. Then I want to dive in. I want to talk about this year's President's Cup. Who's in? Who's out? What's the format? What are some of the matchups we're going to see? And, and talk about the venue, too. Quail Hollow. It's going to be pretty epic. So let's do a quick word from our sponsors, and then we're going to dive into this year's President's Cup preview. All right, guys. The hours have been put in. The work has been done. As the moment approaches, you either fear it or you feel it. For Titleist, it's a moment filled with pure anticipation, the combination of relentless pursuit of speed in every form. So step up and settle in with confidence. The Titleist TSR is here. The new TSR drivers take everything that made the TSI the number one driver on tour and pack even more performance into every head. From new face technologies to CG improvements and aerodynamic refinements, when everything moves the needle, you're playing at Titleist speed. So go to Titleist.com to learn more about the TSR medals and schedule your fitting today. Titleist TSR, find your faster. All right, guys, the football season has kicked off. By the way, my Giants pulled out a, a shocker last really, week. That was, that was pretty shot. epic. And I and I put a couple bucks on them, won a couple bucks. So I'm super happy. And teams are breaking down film and getting ready for the next game. And while the teams are working on their game plan, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is drawing up a winning play for their new customers. That's right. All new customers need to do is to sign up using that promo code GOLFICITY. If you bet $5 on any team to win before their their team for that game mm -hmm. kicks off uh you're going to receive an additional two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins it's an incredible deal plus those same game parlays are still live i've been loving these things because it's a way you can combine multiple bets from the same game so you can win more money i mean how cool is that and for those in a state where sports betting is not yet available don't forget about the DraftKings daily fantasy they have uh they've been innovating even more ways that we can win cash during the football season it makes it fun over there you could pick some rosters and have fun there and DraftKings has been around for a while guys so you know your funds are safe and they could be withdrawn whenever wherever you want and this is super simple so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now new customers remember use that code GOLFICITY G-O-L-F-I-C-I-T-Y you receive $200 in free bets if your team wins after placing that $5 pregame wager remember that's code GOLFICITY only at DraftKings Sportsbook and the Premier Series, you know why the Premier Series is more important than ever right now, Frank? Why is that? We're going into the fall. It's wet, it's muddy, it's gross. Yeah. Those waterproof leathers. I'm telling you, we've been rocking the Premier Series from FootJoy since they've come out, and we fell in love the minute we've put them on. Uh, by far, I mean, they're worn by a ton of guys on tour. We've seen them. Even Homa, he's a big Premier guy. He wanted the Fortnite this week. Uh you know, you name it. These guys are wearing it because it's it's one of those shoes that performs. We talk about performance. The collection has so many uh, different designs, the material characteristics that one would expect from a classic styled shoe, but from the premium waterproof leathers I was just talking about, the natural weather welts, and the great details in this shoe that exudes craftsmanship. So, like I said, amazing performance. The traction, the stability, the lighter weight, and the modern twist to a classic silhouette is what makes the FootJoy Premier Series collection so darn unique. I love them. You will love them, too. Go and check them out for yourself. Learn more about the Premier at FootJoy.com. 
All right, time to play your best golf. Doesn't matter if the season's winding down because you can always practice, practice, practice. So the Rapsodo MLM, the mobile launch monitor. It's the number one rated launch monitor on the market today. And the Performance Combines tool is now available for those MLM premium subscribers. This Performance Combine feature, it's amazing. You and I took it, Frank. We had fun while we practiced. It was a 24-shot test at two targets and the use of your driver to identify your biggest weaknesses. It's so easy. Instead of going to the range and beating a bucket of balls like a caveman, not getting anywhere, Mm -hmm. you now have something focused that'll get you better. So practice with a purpose every time you go out there. Practice better. Better scores equals better golf. Go to rapsoto.com and, and use that code that we've been talking about for months now. Golficity MLM for mobile launch monitor. Golficity MLM for $100 off the MLM. And right now, get this, they're offering an extra 30 off the uh, for a bundle discount so you can get that premium subscription to take the combines. Once again, Golficity MLM, rapsoto.com. Go and check it out. And, and if you haven't checked out that exact video you're talking about on our main channel, go check it out. It's only going to be another couple of uh, a week or so that we're going to keep it open we're giving one away yeah and it was we're a cool giving one away it's a very cool you got to see the video to see why loving the comments on that video you guys are, are talking about how you can use it to improve your practice whether it's on during the season the off season whatever it may be so definitely check that out um and guys speaking of improvement have you checked out the new precision pro nx10 rangefinder yet here we go this is it with the golficity custom sleeve we put enjoy the game right there love it as a little personal reminder when you're out there playing of how much how important it is to have fun and enjoy the game we we're not far away from those to be live for sale so stay coming tuned. up really soon in the meantime they've got all these great sleeves you can put on there most customizable rangefinder in the game you can you know, get as many of these as you want and you swap them out, makes the rangefinder personalized to you. You can even personalize the face plate on it. Uh, but beyond just some great looks are some really great internal features that make this thing so cool, make it the reason we use it on the course every time we're out there, including upgraded internals. So it's lightning quick on that target lock. There's no waiting when you're out there. It's just boom, fire. You've got your number. It also has improved high definition optics and a new LCD display. They increase the strength of the magnet. We throw it on the cart, makes it super easy. Just love the way it feels, super durable. Uh, It's got those interchangeable plates as we mentioned. Plus the Precision Pro care package is really second to none. They have free battery replacements, two year warranty on rangefinders. Some of the best customer service out there. Yeah, it's no risk. I mean, why would you not try it? It's even a 90-day 90 90 day return. return. Trust me, you are not going to return this thing. Free shipping. Uh, you get it all there. Plus, you can get 20 bucks off with our coupon code GOLFICITY, G-O-L-F-I-C-I-T-Y. Swing with confidence. Hit more greens. Precision Pro Golf. Go check out that NX10. All right, let's get back to our discussion about the President's Cup. Hey, man, before we dive into President's Cup, can I just give a quick shout out here on the show? Absolutely. Our good friend, Double G. Yeah, there it is. Greg Angelillo. I don't know if you guys have been watching the YouTube channel a lot. We also, I think we had him on the podcast. We did years ago. Years ago. Years ago. He was the 2X club champ at Baltus Roll. Now, 3X, because he won this weekend. Uh, an amazing finish. He sunk a putt to Love one. Love seeing the big and fist The big pump. fist pump from the big fella. Yeah. You know, I have to call him after the show and congratulate him. But uh, we are going to be filming with him again in October at Baltus Roll, and he will tell us the story in person. And you know what? No matter where, especially here in our home state of New Jersey, but wherever we've traveled, he's so well known in the golf industry amazing, because of yeah. what he does. He does so much hard volunteer and charitable work for golf, especially here in the state of New Jersey. He is one of the most liked guys in the game. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody say anything but the nicest things about Greg. We know him personally, so we know why. But um, just we've done some great stuff with him to New Jersey Golf Association. Yeah. Um, it, it's just incredible what he does for the game. 100%. So couldn't be happier when you see a guy like Greg. One of the best dudes in the game. Really, really. And so back on top. Back on top, club champ, and can't wait to see. We him have the, grave. the good fortune that we're playing with him at Baltusrol Lower in, in just a in few a weeks. Yeah, yeah. The current he's gonna be the current club champ. Oh, I can't wait. He's got to uh, bring the cup out there. Yeah, it's just it's just <laughs> incredible. So yeah, huge shout out to him. Um, all right, so Presidents Cup, Presidents Cup. All right, this North Carolina. Week, 
Quail Hollow. Mm-hmm. So Quail Hollow, that's that's the site of you know so many so many things, but so many. Justin Thomas first major, 2017, 2017 PGA, PGA championship. There's even you know there's a plaque out there now where he hit that incredible three wood. Is there really? There is. They put a plaque out there for him. I love me um, some JT. Also, Ricky had a breakthrough win there. Rory's first win, 2010. Um, so there's, the, yeah, yeah it's just time. there's there's uh there's got a lot of fond memories of it. Quail Hollow's ho- also hosted. I was gonna say plenty it, of PGA Tour events. Yeah, has it hosted any? I don't know if it's hosted any Ryder or Presidents Cups before. I'm unsure about that, but it yeah. seems like it has the caliber too. It's a hard course. It's a tough it's course, um, and it's incredible. And and for anybody, I know we've got a lot of people who watch the show who are newer to golf. Uh, so you may have just actually come on board in the last three years when we haven't had a mm-hmm. Presidents Cup. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. basically, quick recap: Presidents Cup. It's a uh, it's a team event, and this is going to be the United States versus an international team that consists of players from countries everywhere other than europe so europe is the Ryder cup Mm -hmm. so this is great too i think it gives an opportunity for non-european international players to be on the world stage uh anything from south africa to australia um asia there's a lot of great players out there from other places that weren't able to participate in the Ryder cup so i think this is great one thing though that's also massively different here is that it's an event that's been established and put on by the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. So it's got to play by the PGA Tour's rules. Gotcha. And yep. that is why we have a lot of very notable names missing this week. Yep. So that's right. As you know, the current PGA Tour policy is if you do go to live, it's an immediate suspension. If you're suspended from the PGA Tour, you're obviously not playing in the President's Cup. So some you know, notable names like we talked about really on both sides, but I think it hit the international team harder because they have less of a kind of a pool to pick from right now. Uh, but Cam Smith, obviously not being there is, is a huge Cam one. Cam Smith, big one. Joaquin Neiman, big one. Um, Mark Leishman probably would have been on the team because he's like steady Eddie President's Cup guy from Australia. Yeah. Um, Louie Ustazen could possibly Louis, have been. Louie Uwe, yeah, he would have been there most likely. Um, but even on the even on the U.S. team, Bryson DeChambeau. Yep. You know, and and Bryson yep. came out with a quote this week. Uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he roughly said that he's like, I think it's a disservice to to the game that we're not able to compete, that we're not allowed to compete in these events, and I think it's bad for the event and stuff like that. And like I said, you can make that point. You can argue for the fans. Um, you know, it's 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 a it little be- bit of a disappointment to not see certain names out there. I would have loved to have seen cam smith out there but like i said the other side of that coin and there's two sides to every coin there's a you know everybody has their opinion the other one's like hey these guys made their bed they didn't have to go to live they could have stayed and they could have played in that but could you imagine if they let them play live they met the live players play well, they'd have the to let lack, them back on PGA Tour events. Oh, well, I'm just saying the lack of camaraderie. I mean, the, the fights. Oh, Could you yeah. imagine Billy Horschel being teamed up with Patrick Reed? Like, oh, it would have been. It would have been like they would have had like their own format. It would have been like the live versus PGA Tour format, where it would just be a cage match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. And I said they still need to do that. That's the thing we talked they about the other day. Need, we want to. See. You want to sell tickets to something? Give me your. I said five best live, five best PGA Tour. Put it on a Friday night under the lights, and let's go. And you know who would. Sign up for that in a second. Live. Yeah. PGA Tour, no. Yeah. PG, if anyone's stopping that from happening, it's the PGA, PGA Tour. Tour. Live would do it because they right now they want all the exposure that they can possibly get. But let's run through really quick the teams, give bring everybody up to speed. So you've got a couple things. Both, we'll talk about how you qualify uh, for each team because each team has its own system for qualification, right? Yes, correct. Um, but you've got your auto qualifiers and then you've got your team uh, your captain's pick. So this team is just, every time I read these names, I'm like, geez, I mean, stacked to death. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, like Jordan, Magic Johnson, dream yep. team 100%. vibes. Yep. You got Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Sam Burns, Xander Schauffele, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau. Those are your automatics. How many 2022 wins did you just rattle off right there? At least 10. Incredible amount. At least 10. And if you think 21-22, you think Cantlay and Scheffler, you think about where they've, what the seasons these two guys have had. Ridiculous. Uh, It's uh, unbelievable. Captain's picks, right? Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Max Homo. Who's hot right now, yep. So hot. Billy Ho, Billy Horschel, Cam Young. Super hot, Cam Young. Kevin Kisner. Kiz is going to be stoked to be there. He'll be fired up. You know I think he's he will because well. I think he's still because he's 
not bitter. you know like outright bitter, but I think Ryder internally Cup. he's got to be a little bitter that he wasn't on the Ryder Cup team, yep. right? But and and Kiz loves you know any of these match play and stuff like that formats, but just incredible. You saw something speaking of which, like a little bit of hate going home his way. You saw right yeah. on Twitter. Is that you're saying? He was saw saying that? that he caught a lot. It, it it really motivated him to win on Sunday because. I guess the Twitter world was saying because you know the live guys leaving is really the only reason you're on the cup. But I'm looking at this list, and I think that's, and I know you'll agree, 100 percent wrong. It's 100 percent wrong. I see other names on this list that would be easily out for a DJ or a Reed. Be Homa's been so hot. I I think that he he's on that team even if you could have pulled Dustin Johnson or uh, Bryson Shambo. I don't Definitely. know if if Kepka makes the team I don't this know if Kepka just because of the fact the captain's pick standpoint because he rises to the occasion when it comes to like big stuff but the way Kepka's been playing I don't necessarily see him being I there think Kepka just wants to chill in life at this point I know yeah he yeah. just wants to sit on a beach it's like it's like eight, eight, eight yeah eight rounds <laughs> right. a year I mean Drink eight tequila. events a year and the rest of the time he's on his yacht with Jenna mm-hmm. I think that's his wheelhouse but he figured it out he's maybe he has figured it out but regardless <laughs> that's your team now as far as your international team goes you've got hideki matsuyama who i think uh what, he was a big name got thrown around was he going to go to live was he not there was some really big money thrown around and um he hasn't and and who knows maybe a guy like him may even wait till after this to go to live do you think there's any guys on these teams that might be just waiting till to get through the president's cup because that's the last big thing yeah hideki matsuyama adam, you think Matsu- adam scott adam scott too i think that out of any of the names on that Scott's list gone. that have a chance of going i think adam scott he's probably the one guy that will end up going after this and they will form the uh the australian, australian, the australian team, team. And, because yeah. let me tell you something it's brilliant it's it's gonna happen. I think Scott's out. I think well, you think you got a guy like Adam Scott, right? He might figure coming towards the end of his career. You got the if 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 the Presidents Cup is really what gets him out of bed, yep. let's say, because he can't play in the in the Ryder Cup, right? If he says, well, you know, chance our majors, whatever, guys guys are maybe going to be in those anyway. If he says it's going to be two more years, twenty twenty four, until we have another Presidents Cup, I don't know if I'd be making the team by that point. Maybe I'll play one last Presidents Cup and then right. ditch to yeah. live. Let me take fifty million from my buddy Norman, yeah, my fellow countryman, and go join my other countryman and ride it out. I think he's one hundred percent. Never know. Well, back to the team. You got yeah. Matsuyama, Sung J M, uh, Joaquin Neiman. Um, I never know how to say his first name, so we're just gonna go with Kim as his last name. Do you know how to pronounce his first name? Is that uh, Tom Kim? Tom, but 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 let's ha- try it. What do we got here? Um, uh, Hung. Yu Hung Kim. Yu Hung Kim. Dude, I know we butchered that. It's Dude, okay. We, we tried our best. We did. tried our no, best. I, I don't think he did. I went I'm going to butcher I went the to next school one. school with a lot of uh, Christian Korean Bahesa kids. Who's it? Who's it? Dude. I'll tell you what. You guys just like give us the the phonic <laughs> yeah, pronunciation in the, the comments. Who, who, anyway, who's next on the list? Cor- Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Okay. Little Adam Canadian. Scott. Mito Pereira. Okay. Right. Great. Chilean. Chilean. You got K H Lee. These are going to be the the captain specs. K H Lee. Sebastian Munoz. You want to read this next one, Frank? <laughs> Christian Bezidenhut. I think it's Bezidenhut. That's not bad. Not bad, right? Bezidenhut. Be- we'll take it's that. Bezidenhut. Hoot. Hoot. There's an N in there somewhere. You know no N in there. when there? the proper oh, pronunciation there. comment is going to start with guys. <laughs> you know yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like guys, and dot, dot, d- dot. I just know, I know it. I just know. comment guys. Just guys. Spam, spam the comments with just guys. Guys. <laughs> guys. guys. Right. Well, sorry. Listen, we're doing our best we are here. Doing it. Visiting. Um, Taylor Visiting. Pendrith, Siwoo Kim, and Siwoo. Cam Davis. So, Siwoo. Yeah. So, good names on the list, no doubt about it. But strength of field, strength of team here versus the PGA, that the U.S. team. I mean, come on. So, what? I mean, your your premier guy right it's here to has got to be Matsuyama. It's, I was going to say it's hard to get, and I hate saying this, hard to get excited for some matchups. These but are incredible golfers. Don't I get me know. Wrong. It's going to be hard because on the paper, they names, all look like blowouts. However, everyone loves a good underdog. It's and true. no one plays harder than an underdog. Right. I see Woo Baby. Remember that? President yes, yep. I do remember that. Um, but I, because you man. could see, you could make a case that it could be the, um, 
the U.S. team could come out there a little bit too confident, and that can hurt and you. get caught by surprise. You Party never hard know. The night before, you never know. Um, but then again, I think there's going to be a lot of guys like a Justin Thomas and stuff like that. They're going to be wanting to put on a show, knowing yeah. that they're this is a PGA Tour, you know, big card for the PGA Tour. There's going to be guys who want to put on a show, but you really never know. Um, it could get interesting. Some of these, some of these, uh, the international team, they could play their hearts out. I. I don't know if we see a complete blowout. I, I think do. You do? You think you're calling yeah. for blowout? I'm going to call for it. And it's not, you know, yeah, of course I want the USA team to win, but on paper, I mean, look at them. They're stacked. I they're, know. They're, they're pumped. They've got this live chip on their shoulder. They're there. The other guys are not. I think they're going to go out and they're going to they're gonna be doing the fist pumps with the American flags wrapped around them. It's going to be wild and they're going to go nuts. What happens and if they lose? US soil. If they lose, I'll do an entire podcast episode in my underwear. That's how confident I am. That's how confident he is. There it is. Lock it in, guys. Lock it in. Does, <laughs> does Liv get more uh, uh, like of a pump if the U.S. team loses? What do you mean? Do they get a pump? Yeah. like Do they get no, like, a little bit of a boost? Be like, Liv oh, you guys could have won if you had DJ, think, Bryson. No. I think I think who who no. wins if, if the international team wins is, is the PGA Tour because – the ratings will be through the roof if you're. I think if it's the a underdog, blowout, I think it hurts ratings. Yeah. I think they, uh, t- if I turn it on and I see all the U.S. teams are all up in the matches and they're killing yeah. it, I want to see the back and forth. I want to see the old Ryder Cup days where they're fist pumping in each other's face. You know what I mean? Right, That's and the thing. Things going back and forth. Right. Back and forth. If you get that international team, they're playing like like just the underdogs to death and just like they're they're hanging with this this dream team. I think the ratings go way up. People, we start calling each other, then it'd be like, dude, are you watching this? Because yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the international team is, is hanging. Right. Are you watching your underwear? I think I gotta watch it. <laughs> you know, listen, the last big bet we had, it ended up in him wearing, having a mullet. That's so right. So you never know what might happen. Be careful what you say on air. That's true. I don't know about that. No. I don't know if that was the last big bet. I think the last big bet was Mike. Me going in the uh, yeah. Wisconsin uh, water in my yeah, underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, straight no, up. That goes no out way. this week, No right? longer the... the Latest golficity. Does that bet. video go out this week? Like as in tomorrow. Which, by the way, yeah. I think you need to get more credit for the mullet. I got no credit for the mullet because you see they're doing them now on live. Oh, I've seen 100%. everywhere. I went to the Oktoberfest at Mountain Creek yesterday, and there were probably sixty mullets. Well, that's just because like they're like somehow they're in. But Liv what I'm saying you. is, on live, did you see they did a mullet to, to Norman, and they've got like the mullet hut or whatever they got. They're like mullets yeah. for live. I'm. You, you know, should get at least twenty million. I'm out. I'm out on the mullets. That and was, I, and I might be out bro. on Cam Smith too. That was after really, him. Yeah, he didn't think of you any totally love. Iced any love. Yeah, he saw it. He saw it he multiple saw it. times. We he saw, saw the saw real. He saw both of our stories. It's a shame. So it's a shame. Lost if you're wondering how that that system works for the for the Presidents Cup again, because it's a PGA Tour event for the American side, the top six locks are guys who earn the most FedEx Cup points. And this goes all the way back from the 2019 military tribute at the Greenbrier right through the 2022 uh, um, BMW Championship. Because remember, it's it's three years now. but right. it's something that's So it's accrued throughout that thing. So like um, early, the 2019, every FedEx Cup point from 2019 is worth a half a point. Every FedEx Cup um, point from 2020 through 2021 BMW is worth one point. And then they're trying to wait it for who's more informed gotcha. now. Yep. So from 2021 Fortinet through the 2022 BMW Championship, every FedEx Cup point is three points. So there's the point system. You got to be re- you got to be making FedEx Cup well. points. Yeah. Right. Bottom line. And then they have the it's six the captain team. selections. The international team has a a, a proprietary system that they use. Um, they say they have developed a, a point system that's similar to the official World Golf Ranking. Um, and that's how they determine who who's in there. Uh, like major champion winners receive a hundred points. Players championship receive eighty. But here's where you're taking again, even out of that side, you're taking it the option away from from live guys because live guys won't be playing like in some of these events. They're not going to be accruing right. it. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, all right. We'll take let's take me through the format. I want to know what what do I expect this weekend? Yeah. So it starts on Thursday. Starts on Friday. So I, I know we've got the similar formats to the Ryder Cup. You're going to have the four ball. Yes. So first of all, big course, seventy five hundred yeah, yards. Yeah, she's 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 a beast. Seventy five hundred yards. Lots of water. 
So there's gonna be 30 matches spread out over four days. Um, okay. Team of 12 Americans versus 12 international. Thursday, you're gonna have five four ball matches with five foursome matches that follow on Friday. Saturday, you've got your morning four ball uh, with foursome, uh, four foursome matches in the afternoon. And then all 12 players complete in the, compete in that singles match on Sunday. So very similar to the Ryder very Cup. Very similar, yep. Both teams are going to be wanting to take some sort of lead. But you know, the points, the real point swing is definitely Sunday. Lots of points on the board. Obviously, you have a point if you tie. You tie, yep. But if you win, it's 12 points are on the board on, on Sunday. So We need like 16 and a half to win or something. Oh, good question. Yeah, who, I think yeah, it's like I number. think it's, it's something it, like that. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so let's see. Let's see. Last time out. So um, the Americans of victorious was Royal Melbourne. Uh, they defeat the international sixteen to fourteen. Sixteen to fourteen. Um, the United States have dominated during the history of the matches, going eleven one and one in matches. They crushed the Presidents Cup. The United States. They they really did. I think I, I maybe the international isn't as strong as field as the as the Europeans. It's work. just not because. But but I think that you're going to see that change in the coming I years think you will because too. golf is growing more internationally yep. outside of yep. the U.S. and Europe. You're starting to see. I mean, look at some of these top tier players out of Australia. Yeah. You know, uh, big boom in Asia, and you're starting to see like some really great golfers come out of there. Mm. So, who knows? I mean, you you could see like some. Some South Koreans. I mean, it's just there's just too many good spots for golf development now. I hear that. That I think you're going to see it getting better and better. But <laughs> it's been a little bit of a of a of a of an American show. Yeah. Hey, not to jump back to live, but you just made me think of something. Do you see Jason Day as a live candidate? Oh, it's a good question. It's, it's a good question. You know, because he, he's, he's just done a lot for the tour. Very close with Jack Nicholas, living out in Ohio. Mm -hmm. He is. He is. So maybe and, for that reason alone, no. And we saw yeah, we saw him start to play a little bit better. He's just struggled with so yeah. much with the injuries with the back. It just seems like another Aussie name that could jump over and just kind of restart his career a little bit. I think the hard part for some of these guys with Liv, it's going to be such a conundrum because a lot of these guys went over to Liv because they said they wanted to be with their families more. They wanted to play less golf, whatever. But part of the thing with Liv is that you gotta commit to playing in the events. You gotta commit. Right? But you're committing and to a lot less. Like I got eight travels you, this you year. You were. Now it's Liv has the trajectory that they want to keep growing and adding events. So now, like let's see, I think it next season becomes ten or twelve. Mm -hmm. What happens when Liv becomes a fourteen to sixteen week? I think that's where the team aspect comes in. I honestly do. I think, I think that's where they yeah. utilize the team aspect to like, like Bubba, you're going to go here this week and yeah, Harold exactly. Barner, you're staying home. Or and what? I think that could be really cool because then you have the athletes like, you know, like scheming and like plotting like, oh, I think, you know, I think Cam will do better on this course. And but, they'll probably still get a taste of the money if they're at home. They're oh, they do. They, they do. Yeah. They do. They do. The team does. Team. You're on that team. Yeah, you're on that team. Wow. You sitting out to make the money today, Frank. We're gonna go win Jeez. it. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Like and I think Liv, yeah, it's just evolving to be this thing that people are like more interested in. Like, it's like, like Perez. This. Perez. Although I'll give him, he played really well on Sunday. Pat Perez. He played well. He did. But, but he's not done anything earth shattering. He has made a lot of money being on that team on Liv. Yeah. So get this. A lot of money. This. Yeah. Get this. So Pat Perez, he joined Liv four weeks ago and in his first event out, his team wins. They go on to win four times in a row. Yeah. The Aces. The Aces. They win every And week. you get $4 million for your team if you win. And he has now won $750,000 four weeks in a row or $3 million plus his sign-on bonus since joining Liv. Tell me he Love didn't know Pat what Perez. he was doing too. He showed up the, his, the, the first day the at Liv with the money shirt. Yeah. Great character, great personality. He's a character, Happy man. form is probably the best decision of his life. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's taken talk about taking heat. He's taking a lot of heat on Twitter and stuff like that for for yeah. the amount of money he's ranked in without winning. But yeah. um, I'd be like, can I join that Aces team too? You right. Know, can I get involved in that and just <laughs> shoot my plus Put me twelve on that Aces <laughs> payroll? Oh my god. Um, but yeah, look. It's it's another part of that team. I I still think there's some more ironing out that Liv has to do with the team event. I still find it sometimes hard, a little bit yeah. hard to follow. Like I've watched a little bit and I try to follow the graphics on the bottom and like who is what and whatever. But they it's, move through the shots quick, which I they like. do. 
I, but it's I not as easy to things. follow for me as like a true team event, like a uh, like a Presidents Cup or a Ryder Cup, because the team is like just the side story to me still with Liv. But you see on the bottom right of the screen, it has a very small team leaderboard, and on the left side is that huge individual mm. team board. So as those guys are moving up, I see that moving. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. So the aces are in the lead by two, but Cam, if he birdies this, they'll his team will jump up. Gotcha. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Mike's becoming a fan. I was saying, speaking kind of like a live guy over there all of a sudden. It's entertaining me, man. <laughs> was it just this last week I'd, to turn that corner for you for entertainment? Because I you know it's like Cam, dude. It's yeah. It's Cam because like here's a guy, like again, he's like our height too. Like I'm watching, like, there's a guy I want to model my swing after. It's him. I love oh, watching yeah. him. Yeah. I mean So like because he's on there now, because he's the spotlight there now, because he's going against a guy like DJ, because the crowds are getting bigger, because there's music in the back, even the sound of when the ball drops in the cup, it's like you hear it, it's like dramatic. I'm like, they're trying to be so the drone flyovers are FPV, not regular. They're trying to be very different. And I give them credit for that. So they do. Look, they're doing something right. I'm gonna say they're doing something (laughs) right for the evidence of how much we are talking about it here. Yeah. This is a President's Cup week, and yet here we find ourselves talking about what Cam did. So I think that, again, it's it's a tough thing. And we, we talked a little bit about this here recently, like last week on the podcast, saying like, for you, as a viewer, as a golf fan, are you any less stoked for the President's Cup because of what's going on with Liv? Because a guy like Cam Smith, who just won, is super hot, is not going to be there. Are you not going to watch it? I mean, or are you just excited for it? I, I, I'm always excited for the Presidents Cup. I never get excited for it like I get for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I, I want to. Yeah, I really do, but it just doesn't happen. And but you, you know my unconditional love for Justin Thomas, so I'm going to watch him play. This is true. This you know, is true. You know, I got to watch JT perform. So yeah. Well, I'm, look, some of the some of the days. matchups and some of the it's stuff that days? I want. It's four what? days. It's uh, Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right? Did I is that what I thought I said earlier? I always me, thought they were three days. But let me double check it. Let me double check that format because I think I, I mentioned it. It might before. be four days. It might be three. Who knows? It's this week, guys. What is this? Yeah. A live, <laughs> what is this? A live event? Yeah. Yeah. Three, right. Three day event. Three yeah, day. It's it's a it's a Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Um, it's also you know because the, the hard the hard thing like when it was in Australia it was tougher to watch because of the the twelve right. hour difference. Right. But here for us, more standard prime time, one to six on Thursday, eleven thirty a.m. to six on on Friday. Um, you've got pretty much the whole day on Saturday and 12 to six on Sunday Eastern time. Um, but just kind of going back to it, like I'm, I'm excited to see this, this mixed up. I mean, I know, like I said, some of these names are not as, you know, it's not as sexy to see, like, as far as like the, some of these guys are not guys we're seeing winning every single week, but it's, it's still golf. It's still match play. Anything could happen. I could even see like a, a match like an Adam Scott Kevin Kisner yeah. could be a really entertaining match to watch. Definitely, man. There's nothing here that just yells on an individual level. There's nothing here that yells blowout to me. Um, Siwoo Kim versus Billy Horschel. Yep. Like, the, look, don't forget who these guys are. Be- these are guys who Be- can has win. It a new hoot is the, you just is like the pronunciation the blowout. You just right like there. saying the name. But but you're right. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm stoked to watch all these guys because. This is the events they bring that like fist pumping fire. You don't see this on regular tour events where right. they're like pumping up the crowds. It's the best part. And that's why I tune in. Colin Morikawa yep. versus uh, Pereira. To see you a know, guy like Colin Morikawa get all jazzed up. Like you don't yeah. see that normally. Where no. he's fist and I, I, that's why I love about team events and they, they're yeah. all like getting each other riled up. And there's a lot of really good friends on that US team. You know, yep. you know all you know, you you see it on social. Some of these guys are really tight. Can't lay and These are like wedding party type type like guys. yeah, yeah like, bros, the, this like Airbnb is that together type. on tour yeah exactly but Finau Justin Thomas I mean I I I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the heck out of a Matsuyama Scheffler match match I think that's what you're gonna have yeah yeah and uh, I think that all of these guys on the U S team I think they they're making the captain's life a lot easier they all are are good friends who want to win you can pair any of these guys together. Any of these guys. Who would you put with Kisner, though? Who would be like a deadly combo with Kisner? You think about Kisner as like, I love about this guy. He's like the guy who wins like the club championship because he knows how to like get in your head, yeah. too. He knows like the strategy. Right. Like, like, who would you put with it? I think a Homa Kisner is nuts. That would be a great matchup. I would love watching that, that would team be a play great together. Matchup. Right? 
You got to see who could tolerate Kiz out there. Or Billy Horschel and Kisner. I think you might see that. These are some strong personalities. You, you could see Cam Young with Homa. You could see Colin and Xander. Where did Kiz go to school? Georgia. I believe he's a bulldog. Oh, my God. A Horschel, Kisner, Florida, Georgia. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This type of stuff that's going to make it this fun This is it. Watch. I mean, I, so I, th- I think this is going to be uh, enjoyable to watch. I think, like I said, don't yet write off the international team. When sometimes when you when you when you you expect nothing out of a team is when you get the most out of them, mm-hmm. and it could get really interesting. But anyway, let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you're excited for. Obviously, we're putting this podcast out a day early to get ahead of the Presidents Cup, which starts on Thursday. A little treat for you. So a little treat, a little bit of a day early. Nice little Wednesday morning surprise for you guys. But let us know what you think. What matchups are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to watching with this? And if you do have any type of a bad taste in your mouth this year because of what's going on with Liv, you know, like I said, it's it's got to be, let's let the comment section be a place. Just express your own opinion. Like I said, everyone should be entitled to their opinion, whether it's good, bad, indifferent. Just let us know in the comments and we'll back again with you guys next week. 